Andy, did you hear that? Come on, will you? Did I hear what? That whistle. That's the Rinso White whistle. And Rinso means us. That's right. Rinso gets clothes, Rinso White. And Rinso presents the Amos and Andy Show. Rinso for a wash that's... Rinso White? Rinso for a wash that's... Rinso White? Yes, a Rinso White, Rinso Bright wash can't be beat. Soapy Rich Rinso suds get out stubborn dirt fast. Put Rinso to work for you in your tub or washer and judge for yourself how much easier wash day can be, how much better your clothes will look. And Rinso's easy on your clothes, safe for your washable colors, keeps them looking bright and fresh through dozens of washings. Next wash day, remember. Rinso White? Rinso White? Happy little song. And now, our stars, Amos and Andy. Let's look in on the home of George Kingfish Stevens. The Kingfish sits absorbed in his newspaper, reveling in the peace and quiet of his home. Sapphire, his wife, enters the room. Honey, uh, just looking in the paper here, see that Easter's day after tomorrow. That's right, George. You sure do keep up with the time. Yeah, great time of the year. Little rabbits running around all over the place. Children eating chocolate bunnies, having Easter egg hunts. Everybody got the feeling of good fellowship and all that stuff. Oh, great time of the year, Easter. Oh, Noel, Noel. Holiday spirit, George. Oh, yeah, good old Easter, wonderful Easter, my favorite holiday, oh, beautiful Easter. George, I want some money to buy an Easter outfit. Oh, Labor Day, beautiful Labor Day, my favorite holiday. <laughs> George, how come every time I ask you for money, you change the subject? Because I ain't got no money. And if I did have any, spending on an Easter outfit would be, just be plain foolishness. George, I can't understand you. Don't you want me to look attractive and pretty? Honey, I married you the way you will, and I don't expect no miracle. <laughs> George, how can you say anything like that? It so happens that I carry clothes very well. Why, I've got the figure of a 16-year-old girl. Yeah, well, give it back to her. It ain't doing you no good. <laughs> well, I can see I ain't gonna get nowhere with you. It sure is a lucky thing I saved this ten dollars here. At least I can buy myself a Easter hat. Say, wait a minute here. Does I see ten one-dollar bills there? Say, where did you get them? And how come you, I didn't know about it? Because I've been hiding them. I had these bills pinned inside of my shirtwaist. Oh, that's it, huh? I was wondering why every time I hugged you, you rustled. <laughs> uh, listen here. Even if you spent ten dollars on one of them crazy hats, it ain't gonna look no good on you. Look, George. When I go to Madame Fifi's, I always am sure of getting the smartest thing. When she tells me a certain hat is right for me, then that's the one I buy. Her hat is the creations of talented designers. Oh, talented designers, my foot. Anybody that has nightmares can design a woman's hat. Now, George, I see it's useless to talk to you. I'm going to buy a new Easter hat, and that is all there is to it. All right, go ahead. But something ought to be done about these hats that women spend good money on. You ain't here the last of this hat business yet, Sapphire Stevens. Oh. 
Yeah, and that's what I was up against, Xander. Oh, I tell you, you was lucky you ain't married. Well, all women spends a lot of money on their hats, Kingfish. Even that new gal, Sarah, that I just met done spent $15 for a new Easter half. $15 Sarah spent, huh? Yeah, and for what? It's just one of them hats that you wear slanted down in the front and practical covers her face. Yeah, well, that's different. With that girl, if it covers her face, it's worth it ever since you paid for it. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Sarah ain't so ugly when you get used to her. And the women's is the same whether they're ugly or beautiful. The only thing in this world they're worried about is their appearance. Is there enough lipstick on the lips? Is there enough cascara on the eyes? Yeah, they is using the right shade of nail polish and all that stuff. You know, uh, hello, Shorty. Uh, hiya, fellas. Hi, Shorty, hi. Say, Kingfish, you, you look all worked up. What, what, what's wrong? Oh, me and Anna are just talking here that all the women's does these days is worry about being attractive under their hats and their lipstick and all that stuff. Instead of worrying about the home. Bad news with you, Kingfish. I was on your side. You was on my side? Yes, I was on your side. All the women does is make make themselves pretty, and women is always looking sweet and lovely, uh, always making themselves appeal to the men. They're all the time looking uh, lovable and kissable. I just changed sides. <laughs> That you really think the, the men should put up with women wasting time and money on a lot of female foolishness? Yeah, the, the, the men ought to, ought to be sweet to the women, just, just like the men in history was. Francis take take Henry VIII. He was always sweet to the women. Now, wait a minute, Joe. What are you talking about? Henry VIII had seven wives, and he cut all the heads off. Well, you couldn't expect him to be sweet all the time. Uh, so far, Shorty, you ain't proven nothing. I'll say you ain't. Well, uh, don't forget Henry VIII. Now, we'll forget about him. Now, you, you, you take Sir Walter Raleigh. He, he was really sweet to the women. When, when he come to, when he, when he come to a mud puddle with Queen Elizabeth, he, he put down a coat. Yeah, well, nobody do that stuff now, though. Who don't? I does it. I was, I was walking along with my gal the other day, and, and we come to a mud puddle, and I, I put down a coat. Oh, you did, huh? Mm-hmm. She almost got dirty. I'll say. She couldn't wear it for a week. <laughs> Well, Shorty, uh, that don't make you a gentleman, though. You were supposed to put on your own coat like Raleigh done. Well, he, he could afford it. He, he got that cigarette business. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there, Shorty. Oh, Kingfish, we just wasting our time talking to Shorty. He don't know nothing about women. He ain't no ladies' man. Listen, Shorty, I bet you ain't even ever kissed a gal. Don't know nothing about smooching. <laughs> if the man only knew. <laughs> if I only knew. Look, Kingfish, we ain't getting no place here with Shorty. Yeah, look, Shorty, the whole thing started with me saying that I didn't like the idea of my wife paying $10 for a hat. And Shorty, when you was married, you won't like the idea neither. Well, I'll tell you, Shorty. Now, now you... wait just a minute, Shorty. Uh, let's suppose you was married right now, and your wife comes up to you and says, Shorty, give me $10 for Easter hat. What will you say? Well, I'll say, oh, sure, honey. I'll be glad to give you money for Easter hat. Here's $10. Uh, as my loving wife, here's $15. Uh, no, I'd, I'd rather give you $25. I'm going to stay single. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Time really stands still when that boy's around, don't it? Yeah, you know, Anna, I still can't get this hat thing out of my mind. Seems to me as a big waste of money to spend $10 for a hat that any dumb, ignorant numbskull could make. Oh, you mean you could design one, Kingfish? 
Andy, I resent... Uh, say, wait a minute. Say, Andy, you don't give me an idea. I did? Yeah. Say, yeah, I think it might work. Uh, what's that, Kingsley? Look here. I knows how to prove to Sapphire once and for all that there ain't nothing to making a woman's hat and that she is just throwing the money away. Yeah. What you gonna do? Andy, you was looking at Madam Kingfish. Me and you is gonna make a woman's hat. And now let's hear the Mystic Knights of the Sea Quartet sing Little David Play on Your Harp. Little David, 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 play on your Shot for joy. Play on your harp, play on your harp, play on your harp, Work was done. David, play on your harp, hallelujah, hallelujah, David. Play on your harp, hallelujah, David. Play on your harp, hallelujah, hallelujah, David. Play on your harp, hallelujah, Play on your harp, hallelujah, hallelujah, David. Play on your harp, Including right now. Yeah, and if you take my advice, you can both stop making that hat, too. According to my wife, Ruby, it takes a great designer to make a woman's hat. And you ain't go fool Sapphire for a minute. Look, Amos, will you please let us make this hat without disturbing us? We know what we're doing. Yeah, now the next thing, Ender, we'll take this old straw hat here that you got uh, for the crown. Uh, say, wait a minute, uh, this hat you brung in has got two holes in the top of it. How come? Well, that's where the horse's ears stuck out. You mean that you got this hat off of a horse, Andy? Yeah, I got it off of an ice wagon horse last summer. And uh, does you think my wife could wear that? Well, I don't know. I don't remember what her ears look like. Uh, boys, this is getting worse and worse. Uh, say, now, them two holes give me a great idea. You see this old snakeskin belt here that we was going to put on for decoration? Well, we run it around the band a couple of times, then we let it come down through the hole of the crown, 
right down and come under the chin and buckle there under the chin. Yeah, that certainly sounds chick, all right. Oh, sure. Say, look, fellas, my wife, Ruby, reads Star magazines all the time, and I guarantee you, if she seen anything like that in the magazine, she'd stop reading them. Well, Ruby don't know everything, Amos. Boy, that window shade tassel you got there is really something, too, hanging on there. Amos, me and the kingfish is busy here. Will you please get him out of here and leave us alone? With pleasure, fellas, with pleasure. So long. That Amos, always bragging about how much that darling Ruby is, knows about everything. Yeah, well, now let's get on and get the hat finished up here. We can do it in no time, Andrew. Yeah, well, what is the next step? Well, now, the next thing we got to do is to find out the size we're going to make the hat. Well, why worry about the size? If a horse can get into that hat, your wife ought to make it. <laughs> well, now, uh, the hat looks pretty good, don't it? Yeah, but what do we do now? And look here, I, I got the whole plan worked out, and Remember me telling you that Sapphire buys a hat at uh, Madame Fifi's French hat shop on Lennox Avenue? And she take whatever Madame Fifi say is good on her? Yeah. Yeah, well, we is going to make believe that we is a couple of genuine French hat designers from France. Hmm. And get Madame Fifi to sell us this hat to Sapphire. Then after Sapphire has done bought it, it'll prove to her that anybody can make one of these silly women's hats. Well, wait a minute, though. There's one thing, Kingfish. What is that? How is we going to make Madame Fifi think we is French hat designers when we don't know no French? Yeah, I got that figured out, too, Brother Ander. Yeah. Gabby Gibson was in France doing the last war, and he can tell us all we got to know about it. Come on, let's go see him. So you really think that you can learn us how to speak some French, huh, Gabby? Oh, certainly, boy, certainly. I was in France doing the last war. I speak French fluidly. I speak it very fluidly. Don't you mean fluently? No, I mean fluidly. You see, French is one language where instead of accenting the last syllable, you sprays it. <laughs> yeah, well, now, uh, I'm glad you can help us, Gabby. We was in a hurry, so let's get started with the lesson. All right, we'll start right in, start right in. Now, the first thing you got to remember is that French is spoke through his nose, like mon, lon, flon. Oh, the language is spoke through the nose, huh? Oh, certainly. You hit a Frenchman in the nose and the man is speechless. <laughs> In fact, if you bust his nose, he'll talk with a broken accent. <laughs> All right, Gabby, we, we'll try to keep the thing in our nose, but uh, start learning us some of the words now. Okay, I'll start with you, Adam. I'll start with you. See if you can tell me what this means. It's real fresh. It's real fresh. Wee, 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 wee. Oh, uh, let me see now. Wee, wee, wee. Oh, yeah, yeah. That means this little pig cried all the way home. <laughs> Andy Brown, you've been lying. You really does know French, don't you? Yeah, only one thing, Gabby. Uh, that, that peculiar thing is going to be a little hard to work in the conversation. Now, what else is there? Well, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, yes, that's crepe Suzette, crepe Suzette. Yeah, what does that mean? Well, let's analyze it, let's analyze it. Take the first word, crepe, you know what that means. And then there's Suzette. The thing is obvious, crepe and Suzette. Well, what do it mean? Suzette is dead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that ain't going to be too easy to work into a conversation, neither. Well, in that case, I'll give you an expression you can work in any time you want to. Viva la. Remember that viva la. Whenever you was happy about something, all you does is put whatever you was happy about after the viva la. The French always yelled that. Viva la France. Viva la Republic. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. All I do is put whatever I was happy about after the viva la. Yeah, and Andy, look here, you use that one. You use that viva la stuff. Yeah, I'm the viva la man. I'll viva la everything. Well, let's get on with the lesson now. Let's get on with the lesson. 
I'm going to take about a half hour here to really teach you French. I'm going to teach you the trade beans and the boot coops and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's good, Gabby. That's good. Yeah, because you really got to sound like Frenchman. Because if you don't, you're going to find yourself in trouble, real trouble. A thing like that come under the head of the CIO, the CIO. Oh, the CIO, how you figure that? Well, if Madame Fifi finds out you as phony Frenchman, you ain't going to be able to see because she's going to hit you so hard in the eye that, man, what a doctor bill you're going to owe. That's the CIO if I ever had it. <laughs> Arenso whitewash. With ease. Arenso bright wash. With safety. Is it any wonder that women here, there, everywhere are singing? Arenso white for a wash that's white as it can be. Arenso bright. B R I G H E. Yes, Arenso keeps your colors bright. It's about gorgeous for a wash. No white is great advice. You can't go wrong. Arenso white. Arenso bright. Happy to wash this song. Yes, Rinso does make wash day a song. As little as a five-minute run per load with Rinso's soapy rich suds and clothes are clean as a whistle. That short run is lots easier on your precious clothes. Easier on your precious washer, too. And I don't sneeze my head off on wash day, either. No, ma'am. Rinso is anti-sneeze. It's made by an exclusive anti-sneeze patented process and is 98% free of sneezy soap dust. No other granulated soap can make this claim. So, next wash day, remember... A rinse whitewash. With ease. A rinse bright wash. With safety. Well, there's Madame Fifi's hat shop right over there, Henry. And don't forget now, we are supposed to be French hat designers from Paris. Yeah, well, I won't forget it, Kingfish. Boy, I really look like a Frenchman with this French beret on my head and these white spats on my feet, don't I? Yeah, not bad, and only one thing, though, I don't like to mention this, and don't want you to feel that I don't think you knows how to dress proper, but, uh, about them spats you was wearing. Well, what about them? You was supposed to wear shoes under them. <laughs> Listen, Kingfish, I is wearing shoes. It's just that these spats are so big they covers them up. Oh, I see, yeah. Well, uh, in that case, you better let one of your shoelaces dangle out to give the people a clue there. <laughs> Well, outside of the spats, how does I look? Yeah, well, that brings us up to the French beret you got on top of your head there. I agree that wearing a beret is French already, Andrew, but does you think pink is the best color? <laughs> Ain't pink sort of feminine? Well, I admit it is, Kingfish, but I figured the pink was offset by the baby blue pom-pom on top. Uh, I wonder what Stan Esquire takes on the subject there. Yeah, well, here we are, Andrew, now... Before I open the door, don't forget to use all the French words and stuff Gabby done taught us. Oh, sure. Special that uh, Viva La thing that Gabby say the French holler every time they're happy about something. Okay. Uh, uh, here she come now, Andy. Here she come. Hello. I'm Madame Fifi. What can I do for you? Uh, bonjour, madame. I have pay beaucoup uh, to meet vous all. Uh, I have Monsieur Georges, the famous hat designer, and this is Monsieur Andre, my assistant. Monsieur Andre, Madame Fifi. How do you do? A vivre la Fifi. <laughs> oh, you're both French, aren't you? Oh, yes, ain't you? I mean, uh, ne sais pas, and stuff like that. Uh, oh, no, I'm not French. I just call myself Madame Fifi because it helps my millinery business. Mm. So you're a hat designer. Oh, we, oui, we, oui. and we is here to sell you a hat. I see. Tell me, are you free French? 
Oh, no, no, we ain't exactly free friends, but we is very reasonable. <laughs> to me, to meet real French millinery designers like yourself. Mm-hmm. Ah, Paris, the fashion center of the world. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there. Tell me about Paris. Ah, oh, Paris, la belle Paris. It seems like only a petite time ago that uh, <laughs> me and uh, Monsieur Andre here was seated at the sidewalk cafe table at uh, Rue de la Paix, sipping cokes with a couple of coquettes. Oh, uh, Andre, remember? We oui, we oui. Viva the Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, it all sounds so fascinating. I've read so much about Paris, I feel as though I've lived there. Mm-hmm. All those famous places, the Eiffel Tower. Yes, many's the time I was leaned against it. Louvre Museum. Louvre Museum, been through it often. The Bank of the Seine. Got my savings account in the main branch, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, me and Andre really know Paris inside and out. Yeah, man, we is real parasites, all right. <laughs> Tell me, was Paris occupied while you were there? Uh, occupied? Uh, yeah, yeah, Paris was occupied when we was there, was it not, Andre? Oh, sure, you could not get a seat on the bus. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paris real lively city, all right. Yes, I know. And the French food. Oh, I've read so much about the wonderful food served at the Paris restaurant. For instance, the pâté de foie gras. Oh, the pâté de foie gras. Well, to tell you the truth, that's the one restaurant we ain't ever got around to eating at. That <laughs> yeah, the services patties ain't much there. Well, I don't understand. Pâté de foie gras isn't a restaurant. It's a French dish. Goose liver. Goose liver? Uh, uh, oh, you talking about the dish? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We thought you meant the restaurant in Paris that has that name. Oh, yeah. Nothing like good old Patty de Foie Gras, eh, Andre? Oh, viva la Patty de the Patty. <laughs> viva la Goose Liver. <laughs> well, uh, Madam Fifi, now that we have had a little tater tater about Paris, yeah. Let's get down to business now. Mm-hmm. Andre, open that box and show Madame Fifi a sample of what real Paris millinery looks like. Oui, oui, Monsieur. Okay. Oh, you have one of your creations with you. How wonderful. Uh, well, here it is. Ah, uh, beaucoup, beaucoup. Ain't it not beautiful, Nessie Papa? Well, uh, to tell the truth, I'm not sure. It's certainly different from anything I've ever seen before. Oh, certainly it's different. Uh, that, of course, is the real French milliner, and you ain't used to getting the real stuff no more. Oh, we, oui. they are showing that at all the latest uh, Paris shops and the best ones. Tell you the truth, this very hat was in the window of, uh, uh, Sonne Robu. Sonne Robu? Oh, uh, yeah, that's the Paris branch of Sears and Roebuck. That, uh... <laughs> sure of this particular hat. I don't know what to think of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, uh, i tell you what we'll do, Madam Fifi. Uh, we happen to know a woman by the name of Mrs. Stevens is going to be dropping in your place today. Yes? Now, you just tell her that uh, you think that this hat would be perfect for her and the price is a steal at $10. And you see how fast she buys it. And if she don't, you don't have to pay me nothing. Well, that's certainly fair enough. I'll do it. You will? Oh, say bien. Is it not wonderful, Andre? It sure is. Viva la, uh, viva la, 
Uh, kingfish, I have it, but I ain't got nothing to veeble off. <laughs> Take the hat, madam. Come on, Ryan, please. Oh, I tell you, Amos, Madam Fifi was really thrilled by me and Andy being French hat designers. I'll say she was. Sapphire's a cinch to buy that hat we done made. Oh, you fellas is crazy. Cause Madam Fifi told you she'd try to sell it to Sapphire the hat. Since she didn't charge you nothing for it. But Sapphire ain't gonna be silly enough to buy it. Oh, uh, hold it, wait a minute. I, I think that Sapphire's coming home now. Oh, uh, that's you, Hunter? Yeah, hello, George. Well, hi, Amos. Hello, Ann. Uh, hello there. Yeah, hi, Sapphire. Well, get a load of the hat box you're carrying, Amos. Oh, uh, been shopping, Hunter? Oh, yes, and I got the most darling hat at Madam Fifi's. Would you like to see it, sweetheart? Oh, like to see it? Why, I'd love to. <laughs> All right. Let me get it out the box here. Yeah. Hey, isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's, uh... Uh-oh, the wrong hat. No, <laughs> me. Yeah, so she didn't buy the hat after all you made, see? I told you she wouldn't. No woman be crazy enough to buy that thing. What's going on here? Amos, uh... How come your boys is acting so funny about my new hat? <laughs> well, I, I tell you. Uh, Sapphire, I, I just gonna tell her now. The Kingfish wanted to teach you a lesson about how silly he thinks women's hats is. So he and Andy made one themselves and got Madame Fifi to try to sell it to you when you come in. You talking about that awful hat that Madame Fifi showed me when I first walked in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one with the old straw hat, you know, for the crown. <laughs> Oh, and the snakeskin belt is buckled under the cheek. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. And it had a tassel hanging down. It looked like it come from a window shade. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the one that I kept telling them that Ruby's there it takes a real artist to make a woman's hat. And the funny part of it is they really expected you to buy that horrible thing. <laughs> it sure is funny, Amos. But you know, sir... <laughs> What's that, Sapphire? Ruby went shopping with me and she bought it. <laughs> Amos and Andy will be back in just a moment. Switch to Rinso for dishwashing and you'll breeze through the job. Those soapy-rich suds chase grease and sticky, dried-on food particles in far less time. Silverware and pots and pans, all your cups and saucers come shining clean, the easy Rinso way. And Rinso's a big help on every soap and water job around the house, whether it's cleaning the kitchen linoleum or washing the living room woodwork. And it's easy on your hands, too. So get a big box of Rinso tomorrow. Use it for dishwashing, house cleaning, and for a wash that's... Rinso what? Rinso Frighten. Happy little wash day song. And now, here are Amos and Andy. Well, Amos, I really have to laugh. Here you was telling us how much Ruby knows about clothes and how no woman be crazy about hats that me and Andy made and what happened. My wife don't buy it, but yours does. Yeah, she sure does. That show is funny. Yeah, and paying ten dollars for it besides. <laughs> yeah. You still think your wife knows so much about women's hats? Yeah, I sure do, fellas. Ruby wore it to a fashion show this afternoon and won the twenty-five dollar cash prize. <laughs>
Be sure to be with us again next Friday evening at this same time when the makers of Rinso will again present the Amos and Andy Show. Next week, Andy is evicted from his rooming house, and things really start popping when the kingfish tries to sneak him into his house against Sapphire's wishes. So don't miss the fireworks. This program is broadcast to our armed forces all over the world. This is Harlow Wilcox saying good night to all of you from all of us and reminding you that used fats are vitally needed for a thousand military and home front uses. And ladies, the one source of supply of used fats is your kitchen. You can skim stews and soups, scrape the broiler and the frying pan, melt down the solid trimmings from a piece of meat both before and after cooking. They'll give you plenty of waste fat. And every pound of used fat that you turn into your butcher brings you two extra red ration points. And with point values going up again Sunday, you'll need red points more than ever. So keep a clean can on the back of the stove, scrape together every drop of used fat, and when the can is full, take it to your butcher immediately. Now, if you live in the country and are having trouble turning in your waste fats, call the county agent of the United States Department of Agriculture. Save used fats for extra red points. Broadcasting Company.